This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So Adam. Lori. You're sick and I'm sick. Yeah, we're not feeling great this morning, are I we? I know. But the show must go on. The show must go on. Just So if you're listening out there, like we're trudging through. We're trudging I know. Through. I spent time in my bed this weekend just <laughs> trying to recover. Did hey, you? when you're in bed, do you or your wife steal the covers? Um, she would say that I do. I would say that she does. <laughs> this is an this is an really? on this is an ongoing discussion. She also wants much less covers than I do. We're we're a little re- stereotypically reversed in this area. I get really um, cold, cold uh-huh. and she gets really hot. So so um, why does she steal the covers if she's always hot? Well, because she says I take all of them. I see. And I, I see. like I tend to roll when I sleep. Uh huh. Like, so I I am not I'm not very still. She stays perfectly still yeah. the whole time she's asleep, but I change positions about every ten minutes <laughs> ten minutes or so. Yeah. So I'm not a very I'm not a very peaceful sleeper. We we sleep on like a mountain of pillows. I mean literally really? we have probably twelve to fourteen pillows on our bed. Now do you build a pillow like wall around yourself? No, it's but it's a wall behind me. I see. I yeah. see. So my wife builds a pillow wall. It's a leftover from when she was pregnant. Like, <laughs> yeah, so she right. there's a like there's a barrier of pillows. Like, <laughs> you have to climb all, over all the pillows that. to get to her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what do you think the perfect way to sleep is? I mean, she's probably trying to get comfortable, which I I have to have a pillow between my knees. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she converted me to that. Yeah, like, that's so now, comfortable. Now that's a – but that's, again, like she had one of those when she – every time she was pregnant, she had a that one of those huge body pillows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had one of those. I should get one of those. They're they're apparently really comfortable. She had one of those for a while. And so we had we, – we have about – well, we have the pillows we sleep with and then the pillows that for some reason are just decorative are just there for mm-hmm. our eyes, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else that's going to be – looking at these pillows, <laughs> but then you have to remove all those pillows every time because we have to put I them hear, back on the bed. I hear men traditionally hate that, having to take the decorative pillows off at night and then put I, them back on in I the just morning. Don't, I just don't see the purpose of them. But <coughs> They're I also pretty, don't, Adam. They're I don't, pretty. I don't, also don't see the purpose of making my bed, but she she, <laughs> she does. I would just leave I just it. don't have the time to make my bed. <laughs> that's, so you, that's my excuse. <laughs> so you just leave it. <laughs> Actually, right. my husband makes the bed. Ah, I see. 
Yeah, no, I would I would just leave it. I would just leave it every single night. But she makes it and puts those pillows back on, and then we take them back off. And in between between the time, <laughs> we, we would make be the slobs, bed. Adam, if we lived <laughs> so together. Right. We would be total slobs. <laughs> that's right. Well, I just just not have them. I don't understand. I did them. give up the top sheet. Did like, you? you know, I used to, you know, you make a bed with two sheets, but I realized the top sheet always felt confining. So I just needed the quilt, oh, I see. you know, the feather quilt. And so eventually I'm like, why are we doing this? I just scooch it down to the bottom every single night. I only want the quilt on me. No, yeah. I see. <clears throat> I, I, we, I have to have, I have to have that sheet in between us, oh, in, between, okay. in between the, me yeah, the and covers. The, the covers, right? Because uh-huh. the covers never fill. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. I understand. Right. I have to have the heated mattress pad underneath me. Oh, wow. That's yeah. I mean, layer. it's it's March and I'm like still cold. Okay. Occasionally I get warm enough at oh. March, by March. But okay. yeah. But we have the dual controls so my husband doesn't have to be heated Fancy. up. Fancy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it, it doesn't. Fancy mattress. Or not, the mattress a... pad is way better than an electric blanket because an electric okay. blanket is – you know, it's kind of like bumpy and right. it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. It's not cozy around you. Okay. Okay. So to, okay. I, so I, what, I, but why why are we, why we, talking, talking, about why are we talking about this? <laughs> well, uh, you know, obviously, I I was on uh, Instagram and I was noticing that a lot of the popular posts in the marriage group and kind of the genre was all about stealing covers. You know, do you Mm -hmm. steal your husband's covers? And it just had a million likes. And I'm like, why would that be? And I started to noodle about that and think, you know, what is it saying that that's so charming, right? There's something. It's it's a charming thing? Right. There's two behaviors that we're going to talk about in this podcast. One is charming, one not so much. So stealing Mm -hmm. the covers is the charming one and snoring is the not so charming one. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, you know, psychologically, when we say I can steal the covers or I'm mm-hmm. stealing your covers, it, it really means, you know, I can be selfish in bed, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that you love me enough. And, and it's such an intimate place that, you know, it's saying something psychologically about the relationship. You know, I can mm-hmm. take from you and I don't have to feel guilty for being selfish. I mean, we rib each other and tease each other. Oh, you stole the covers last night. But by and large, it's like we're really happy somebody's in bed with us. Hmm. So it's more it, – you you think it's more of a intimate type of language. Right. With, it's an intimate joke. That, yeah, that's not as uh, – your sleep habits, your what you do when you're sleeping. Would you put that in the same category of like talking in your sleep or – Things like that, like how how cold, you're, how <laughs> whose feet are the coldest? Who yeah, I mean, I think putting your cold feet on your partner is sort of the same category. I would definitely say my husband would not say talking in your sleep is in this category because I terrify him with my talk in my sleep. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, when we were first married, okay, I don't know how helpful this is to our podcast listeners, but when we were first married, I I always spoke in my sleep. When I was really little, I walked in my sleep. And um, apparently one, you know, night after we were first married, I woke up and I had screamed, just bloody murder screamed. And my husband was like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Oh, my gosh. And, and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, you just screamed bloody murder. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, my throat kind of feels like that. And, it, and it, he's like, you know, I'm like, I, 
I guess I'm okay, though. And he goes, well, I'm not. Woke <laughs> 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 we'll out of this him. dead sleep, you know, uh, from my screaming. Yeah, I still well, do weird things. I still yeah. see people and yeah. all kinds of stuff and wake up with a start and say crazy things. And My wife hit me on, on my chest as hard as, like, she could in her <laughs> sleep one time. And that completely woke me up. I had no idea. I had no idea what was happening. And then her arm just came down just hard Kaboom. across my chest. Um, like a myclonic no, jerk or something. <laughs> I guess. Boom. I don't know. I found I found it to be charming afterwards. Yeah, after I, after you realized. <laughs> after I got my bearings on why I was uh, being assaulted in the middle of my sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think that this is, though, why it's so popular on Instagram is it's like we're saying, you know, your bed is my bed, too. Mm. You know, this is our sleepover. And I think there's something really intimate to say something like, hey, it's Sunday and it's raining. Let's go steal some covers. Yeah. You know, it's like, let's go hop into bed. Let's, I mean, it's, there's a double entendre there, right? Not just yeah. stealing covers from each other, but stealing the covers to get underneath them and be together. And I think that's why, why people enjoy this so much, this idea. Yeah, more, I, I like the idea of the mutuality of it. Yeah. Yeah, like that, like you're, like this is our space um, mm-hmm. together, right? I think what mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot, like, like the bed is for sleeping and for having sex, right? right? And so it's a it is a joint place that you can come to and you can have these kind of silly playful fights that don't really have any heavy consequence to it, but it's about it's about your shared behavior, mm-hmm. um, which I like as well. Yeah. Although I did read a joke when I was look, looking about this on the internet. And they said, if you think women are the weaker sex, try pulling the covers back to your side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is a, like, like that is a, um, our patterns of sleep, what we do when we sleep, like those things are super intimate and super personal. And we're sharing mm-hmm. those with, with somebody else as well. I think this is why, too, like that should be between the couple, right? And mm-hmm. I think when you get kids, like, I don't uh, know what yeah. you're like thought are about um, co-sleeping and kids and kids in the bed I have a I have a lot of friends that are on both sides of this mm-hmm. this argument but I feel like then somebody else is stealing the covers uh-huh. right? right somebody somebody else is stealing the space there's they're in, sometimes literally in between right um, the two of you and I think that's a that's an interesting thing that you kind of have to talk through and figure out as well yeah I mean I was probably pretty practical I think the first baby I put in the crib, the second baby, the crib next to me, the third baby was next to me, you know, just because I, you know, I was nursing and it was just more convenient. But I I think it also depends on your sex initiation pattern. Hmm. Like some people, you know, their most comfortable way to initiate sex is they roll over in bed and start to hold and caress each other. Whereas I think we always had more of a verbal pattern. So we knew before we were going to bed whether or not we were having sex. Mm. You know, so it didn't – it never interrupted anything in terms of um, – for us, and, and which is, I think, an important issue is how do yeah. you initiate and how does how do those things get in the way or not get in the way. Yeah. But I think also it's interesting to me as I talk to people, like some people sleep completely curled up in each other all night. Mm. I had a girlfriend. Colors. Yeah. I had a girlfriend who lost her husband and she's like, I slept with my head on his chest. I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, oh my God! It's terribly sad. You know, so sad. Yeah. But so the, you know, there's an intimacy, in, even in the way we touch and hold at night, mm-hmm. or if there's a mountain. That there is a mountain between my husband and I, but it's because we have one of those squishy 
mattress pads, you know, <laughs> and our weight has like left this mountain in between. So we like nearly have to roll uphill to get to yeah. each other. Yeah. We, we always recommend like we are not, we are cuddlers, but then we are separate sleepers. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. we are not cuddle while we sleep people. You're not head on the chest people. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. It just gets, it just gets too, <laughs> there's too much. It gets, it gets too blazing hot, man. I got, <laughs> it's too much. But um, you like it. You like I it like hot. I like it. I, well, yeah. <laughs> so it, to it, speak. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. No. King size bed. I recommend it. Yeah. Right, okay. So. so the charm of it all. Steal your partner's covers. And we'll be back talking a little bit more about a less charming subject, snoring, and how to manage it. This is Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. So, Adam, we're going to do a new thing. We are going to offer a link to Patreon on Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy, which is foreplayrst.com, for people who are really interested in helping us develop deeper, you know, more interesting podcasts and also offer resources to them. Yeah, Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We know that several of you have been real supportive of us, and we hope you would consider being financially supportive as well. Right, because we're running practices and families, and we need time really to do more, something like a webinar. We'd like to do some worksheets for you. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners, dive deeper into the questions you have, offer more practical steps for you to have the best possible relationship. So we're looking for some patrons. We appreciate already the love, the emails that you send. All of that is great. So if you love listening to us, you can find out how to support us by going to our website, foreplayrst.com. Thank you so much for considering that. We appreciate it. Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible hi i'm dr adam matthews and i want to welcome you to matthews counseling at matthews counseling we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We believe in people, specifically that no two people are alike and therefore they need solutions that are unique to them. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. At MatthewsCounseling.net, we strive to help make the first step easy. There you will find our blog with some great resources from our therapist. You'll also find a link to our client portal where you can schedule directly with our therapist at your convenience. We offer free 30-minute consultations either in person or over the phone, so the first step is at no cost to you. 
give us a call at 919-587-8018. Or again, find us online at matthewscounseling.net. We look forward to working with you. Okay, we're back for Play Radio Sex Therapy. Stealing the covers and snoring. Yeah, intimate bedroom behavior, right? That's yes. Kind of what we're talking about. Exactly. I, I actually, today. I actually found this uh, Instagram post on this group called Marriage Three Sixty Five, mm-hmm. and I know them. They're Casey and Megan Caston with uh, Marriage Three Sixty Five, and they have yeah. a ton of followers on Instagram and Facebook and. They have this really cool program called Naked Conversations where you subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like Netflix for marriage. Every month they renew this, uh, a new topic. You might even find something by me out there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think I did something with them as well. But And the neat thing is, is you get to have the library of all their old Netflix yeah. for marriage, you know, when you sign up. But basically they are a couple and they're all about creating a community of people who yeah. are trying to make their marriages thrive and who are committed and they personally are sort of known as the couple least likely to mm-hmm. uh, survive because right. they have struggled with so many problems and they're really open and vulnerable about that and so you can check them out on their website called marriage365.org and that allows you to kind of get a hold of all their stuff but they were the Instagram that I found this stealing the covers post on and I realized that you know, why it was so popular, really, I think it had like 4,000 likes, was the intimacy of it all. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk also about the one that is not so intimate, the snoring one. Yeah. Do you snore, Adam? I do not. I do not snore. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain that I don't snore. I think it is like the I, most embarrassing thing, right, to be yeah. told you snore. Why is, is that? Why is it so Well, it's like you're so making these disgusting noises from your nose, right? <laughs> I mean, somebody might as well say you're, you're picking your nose at night. I mean, there's something really embarrassing about it when you're yeah. told you you snore. Do you snore? Do you know if you snore? I don't think I do. I, um, I haven't been told much, although, you know, I've been like every once in a while in a van or something, you put your head back and fall asleep <laughs> and you wake up with a snore or on a airplane and I know I've done that and I've been just absolutely humiliated. Uh, I know it's I've, horrible. I know I've drooled before when yeah. I'm sleeping. I don't, and yeah. don't know that I've... Drooling I, I may have snored snoring. when I was sick or something like that. But So um, bad. I know it, it does seem to be something that is unsexy and we don't want ourselves it is unsexy to, to be for seen. Sure. To be seen that a way. Snorting. Um, and, uh, or that for that to be, that side of us to be revealed that we're doing something right. so unsexy in our sleep. Right? Exactly. We, exactly. We want the picture of us asleep to be angelic like right <laughs> peaceful and peaceful pretty and pretty and yeah. everything's perfectly in place and not like right and there's something like even is. worse right as a woman i think it's so unfeminine to think about if you snore yeah. but this is a problem for mm. couples um yeah. and really couples of all different ages because while it does sort of tend to happen more as you age mm. often it happens as you gain weight and it can be a real health concern because it right. can be sleep apnea, a sign of sleep apnea where, you know, if you don't get enough oxygen, literally it damages your heart and you can have a heart attack and all mm. that stuff. And 
So if you are snoring, we urge you to get it looked at medically and right. not ignore this. And But usually what happens is a partner is shoving you in the middle of the night. Stop. <laughs> stop. You're waking me up. You yeah. know. It becomes something that's disruptive, right? It becomes to, something disruptive. To that intimate mm-hmm. time, the time where you're supposed to be, you know, together and um, and, and just time where it's supposed to be sleepful and restful, it yeah. becomes interrupting to that. Right. Especially maybe to the partner who, you know, can't sleep through it. You know, that can be a, a big problem. And this is often the result of couples stopping to sleep in bed together. Oh, it happened to my grandparents. My <clears throat> grandparents, yeah, absolutely. They slept in separate rooms for the last half of their marriage because of it. So it is it is something that can be physically and emotionally separating um, as yeah. well, right? And sexual a big sexual stop. You know, because I as I talked about earlier in our podcast, you know, I think some people have the pattern that they initiate they're just lying in bed and a hand wanders over and you know, and or they snuggle up to each other and suddenly they're doing it. Right. And so if they're not in bed together there's a big reduction right. in having sex together. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So how do how do you feel like you start to address this issue, if so, especially if it's not one that you've talked about, right? Because it is difficult. It could be difficult for the partner that's being woken up to mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, right? I think sometimes you want to be sensitive to your partner. Hey, I got something to tell you, but you know you're snoring. Yeah. Yeah, my husband definitely snores, but he's, oh, yeah. it's not a health issue. He had like a deviated septum or something like that, and so he's Is all Is it disruptive? Up. Do you have to wear like earplugs? Or Every once machine? in a while, I just like shove him and say, hey, hey, turn over, and then it's fine. Uh, uh, but it, you, the only time I ever notice it is when I'm still awake reading. Yeah. You know, I don't notice it any other time, so it would never wake me up. Okay. But we, we go on retreats, couple of retreats with these couples, and I can literally hear one of the men snoring four doors down. <laughs> It's, it's I mean, he's loud. like a chainsaw. <laughs> I'm, like, and he's he's a little more worrisome because you know he's you know got some belly weight and it's a problem. So yeah. I think the first thing to think about is how does it impact the couple intimacy? Mm. You know, are you the couple that snuggles together? And you know, is there any workaround? You know, could yeah. you tuck in together? And have your snuggle time. And if you're like Adam and his wife, you're going to go off sleep separately anyway. No big deal. Right. You know, you, you just go off and sleep somewhere and maybe somebody, you know, a Saturday morning crawls back in bed or something like that. Right. You know, having those workarounds is, is helpful if you're really going to sleep separately. I also mm. think try to get it fixed. Yeah, I think you know? getting it tested, making sure you don't have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can be deadly, and so it can be. You want to make sure that that's not that, or that's sleep not the disruption. Cause and, I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're not in the deadly phase, just to the person, if you're yeah. snoring, you might not be getting rest. Yeah, and so going to those sleep studies and all doing that. This is this is an, torturous. Yeah, to me, this is an investment that is worth it. Yeah, um, because it's so important, not just for to, indi- health, to individual health, your energy, and, and to your couple health as well. And mm-hmm. so it's it is it is an investment worth making in getting a sleep study done or or just consulting a sleep doctor. Yeah, um, about what's going on. And there there's workarounds like there's doctors they make these appliances that somehow or another change the way your jaw is. You you put it in. It's like a lower retainer or something mm-hmm. at night. And you put it in, it changes your jaw, and it kind of opens your throat, apparently. And then you can not snore. And there's this other cool operation that they do. They shave the uvula. 
Do you know what the uvula is? Yes, I do. <laughs> Sounds like they, a dirty word, doesn't they, it? It does, but it's not. <laughs> but they shave it. That is interesting. Yeah, they, they shave it a little bit, and somehow or another, I think what happens is then it wouldn't touch the back of the throat or something, so you, know, so you wouldn't have air blockage. I see. I don't exactly know how it happens, but an ENT guy can evaluate you and tell you whether or not you're eligible for that. And a lot of people find that that works great, and mm-hmm. that's one good solution. Also, I've heard sewing a tennis ball into the back of a T-shirt because okay. some people only snore on their backs. Mm-hmm. And so this just, you know, they start out sleeping and cuddling on their side, but then in the middle of the night they sleep on their back, and this stops them obviously from being able to sleep on your back. This feels like some kind with of li- freaking lump. This feels like some kind of life hack that you would see in one of those <laughs> life hack videos <laughs> that are showing you how to like use like you know styrofoam or something or whatever cereal yeah. cereal boxes yeah. to make your life better. A tennis ball in the back of a t shirt. And I had a pursuing patient tell me, you know, well I'm doing all these things to research my and figure out my snoring patterns, but has my partner done one thing, you know, like can't they sleep with earplugs? And it's like, well, yeah, I guess I guess so. I tend to think, though, that if you're the snorer, you're initially really responsible for right. managing this problem. Yeah, but it, I do think there's probably people that have tried to, like that person has tried to figure out as much as they can about mm-hmm. what to do, and it's still just being persistent. And so earplugs, sound machines, different things like that that I think could be helpful as well so that it's not disruptive. But mm-hmm. mostly I think not seeing it as the your partner being rude to disrupt your sleep and they're not right. they're not doing it on purpose. So we're not right. that's I think that could cause some some uh, mercy. Yeah, right. So But I think that the issue comes when you keep telling them, you know, hey, you're snoring, it's interrupting me and the person doesn't take it seriously, right. you know, maybe embarrassed. You know, obviously they don't know they're snoring, right? I yeah. mean, that's the problem is you can't know. You have to be discovered. And I think that's what the embarrassment is, is there's a little bit of shame of, oh, I'm doing something gross that I didn't even know and have control over. Yeah. And I think all of that, just being able to talk about like the intimate personal things that happen in your bed together, being able to talk about those and make and and solve Mm -hmm. those types of problems. I mean, snoring probably being one of the biggest ones uh, about how you sleep is is important because that's your shared – that is your shared space, your shared dominion, like where – it's not mine or yours. It is ours, um, literally and figuratively as well. Exactly. Exactly. So stealing the covers, really cute. I will say, you know, we have two quilts on our bed, and I've started to kind of pull one quilt to my side of the bed be- oh, so you before we do, go to sleep. You don't even do the shared covers thing. It's just well, one, you, yeah, I his, used his to, and hers. I actually, yeah, I know this is terrible, and this says something about me psychologically, but I really do like my own quilt, mm. you know, so that I can like have it and all tucked space. around me. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's my husband likes to say Lori needs, you know, a ton of alone time. She needs like eight hours every day <laughs> that, when she's asleep. And that tra- that, tra- that translates into <laughs> that's the, the better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I need it. Awesome. Yeah. That's when I'm getting my alone time. Okay, well, thanks for listening to 4Play Radio Sex Therapy. Be sure to check out Marriage 365, and thanks for listening. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. 